Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink here on the campus of Merrimack College, North Andover, Massachusetts. Our score after one period is Merrimack 1, Boston College nothing. I'm Mike Mackley with John Leahy. Tonight's first intermission brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop into Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Andy Powers joins us from BC Radio. Fuddruckers, one of your favorites, it sounds like. I love it up here in North Andover. Great chicken sandwich and uh, I go that or Harrison's. It's terrific. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, first period there. Merrimack comes out with the one nothing lead. Some good chances at both ends of the ice. How did you see the period? I thought I thought Merrimack dominated, especially in the first five minutes. I thought BC was a little bit sluggish or a little shell-shocked. Um, but I thought Merrimack definitely deserved a one nothing lead after 20 minutes. I thought their fourth check was very good. I thought their, their D were jumping up into the play. Uh, I thought BC's defensemen... Uh, you know, after the first five minutes when Merrimack get into the fourth check was finishing checks, BC's defenseman kind of slowed down. And when you slow down their D, it makes it a lot easier to defend. Thought maybe BC need to spread the zone a little more, maybe not making as good use of the points in that first period. Uh, what did you think? Well, BC has a great low to high game. And in the offensive zone, when they're playing uh, below the goal line and finding the D and the D are jumping in, that's when they're very dangerous. Uh, but this, this rink, and, and you, you and I talk about it, it's, it takes a while to get acclimated here because the, the crowd's on top of you, the ceilings are low, so you don't feel like you have a lot of time and space to make hockey plays. And and I thought BC was really jumpy with the puck in the offensive zone. I thought in the first 10 minutes they didn't have a lot of offensive zone time. Every time they got it in, Merrimack would break it right out. So, you know, that's an adjustment they have to make. Best chance, David Cotton probably had a pretty good one there later on in the period. Uh, I mean, he's having a terrific season. He's, he's a dynamic player, and I've talked to a lot of people around the program, and everybody with BC they're always talking about the freshman class and this and that and every and Spencer Knight's a uh, outworldly goalie. I mean, he's fantastic as a freshman. But the most important person that BC got to come to BC this year was David Cotton. You know, as a senior, he had the ability to leave last year with Carolina, but he wanted to come back and be a captain. And him, he really makes that that top line. I feel is one of the top lines in the country. Um, their chemistry is terrific. They really mesh well at the end of last season. They picked up right where they left off. But he's such a big, long, strong guy to handle. Uh, Merrimack done a real good job tonight bottling him up, but when he gets loose, those three guys are really dynamic. Logan Hutzko as well. I mean, he's been one of the top players in hockey East ever since he's come here, and uh, again, talking about making that line very, very dangerous. Yeah, he's, he's he's a funny player to watch, and I love Logan. He's you know He had that scary injury at the end of last season in the Hockey East uh, Finals, and um, he is absolutely a guy that's, he's their offensive catalyst, and he plays, he's an undersized guy, and BC has a history of that, right? You know, the undersized, overskilled guys but what's unique about Logan is you watch him play, he almost plays like out of control. And he's scrambling. And, and I've never seen any player make as many plays from on the ice as Logan does. He's on the ice sliding, he'll one hand the puck and then push it out into space and somebody else will skate into it. But he just has that innate ability to go into a crowd. And then he comes out the other side with the puck and it's it's really entertaining to watch. Andy, uh, Spencer Knight, we've heard a lot about him. Five uh, shoutouts this year. He looks like a, a third defenseman out there. What makes him so special? Well, his calmness. His poise, his, his position, it makes makes him uh, exceptional because you wouldn't know if you're playing in the you know the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Final or exhibition against New Brunswick. He's always the same way. He was really good uh, early on in this game, or else it could have been three nothing Merrimack really quickly. Uh, but the other thing you talked about being a defenseman, his ability to play the puck is a game changer. You 
saw it on the power play in this small rink area. He, he can go right up with it, and he can keep teams uh, trapped with guys on ice, and he's a great guy for the for the D to utilize, because if you have a goaltender that can play the puck as well as Spencer Knight, it'll save you about three body checks a period, and you add that up, that's ten hits that the defenseman saved because the, the, the goalie's playing the puck, so he's been an unbelievable find for BC. He's a super talented kid, and, he's, and, you know, and it's unfair to rely on a freshman like that so early in his career. He didn't get you know a time to kind of get warm. It's been his net from the, the second he stepped on campus, and uh, he's, he's earned it, and he's delivered, and he's terrific. And the only goal that they were able to get past him, I mean, it was a great deflection in front by Greensock. There's not too many goalies going to stop that one. No, and, and that, that's what you got to do against him. you got to get traffic in front. And, you know, he, he'll make the uh, where he can see it, and there's a guy right in the slot. He's going to make that save nine times out of ten. But those shots from the point comes in, and somebody redirects it. No goalie's going to do that. We're talking with Andy Powers from BC Radio. Uh, they're going to honor Brian Gionta tomorrow night down at BC. Did you play with Brian? Did I play with him? I pretty much put him on the map. He was. Uh, <laughs> I uh, couldn't remember exactly what years you were. So no, my my junior and senior year, Gio and I were line mates, and uh, it was called the Monkey Line. My junior year, it was Marty Reisner, Brian Gionta, and myself, and, and uh, it was called the Monkey Line because you could put a monkey with those two guys, and he would be successful. And unfortunately for me, they didn't have a monkey, so it was me. But I tell I tell everybody that uh, you know Gio. Gionta, Reasoner, Powers, that line's played over 1,500 games in the NHL. You know? The, uh, the five-goal game. The five, he had five, not only in the game, but in a period. Yeah. What was it like to witness that? So, the, the story I tell about Brian Junta, and, and, and you got to remember here, and Scotty Bork's you know, building a program here at Merrimack, and when I got, I was Jerry York's first recruiting class. In our first, Jerry York's first year at BC, they were finished eighth, they lost to UMass in a playing game, they were miserable. My first two years at BC, we were sub-500, uh, we finished fourth and fifth, respectively, that year in Hockey East. We never got out of the first round of the playoffs, so we were we were bad. And, and uh, I remember they we had a stick rack in the locker room, and the stick rack, these pegs where you put your sticks in, and they, they were moving the stick pegs down. And I said, why were they moving the sick pegs down? They, they, oh, we got a guy coming in, his sticks don't fit in this peg. you got to move them down. <laughs> and I said, how the heck are we supposed to win when we're bringing in these kids that are smaller? And that? And then uh, he got on the ice, and he was so dynamic. The five-goal game, he was like he was one of those guys, not like more so than Husko, but the puck just found him. And, and, and when he found him, he would make plays every time he had the puck. He always put himself in the best position every shift. He was such a cerebral player. He would anticipate where the play is going to go. He was a physical player, and I think that's what people underestimated about Brian was that the physicality he had. He had a great, uh, you know, uh, balance, good center body. He would win puck battles against you know bigger, stronger guys, and uh, it really stunned a lot of people. But he kept surprising them at every level. And I, I liken Brian Junta's uh, hockey history to uh, Johnny Gaudreau. When Johnny Gaudreau was at BC, they said, "Oh, he won't be able to do it at the college level." They said Brian was too small for college. Well, he, you know, he Hobie Baker winner, unbelievable, brings the national championship to BC after that long drought. Uh, but he won't be able to do it at the next level. You know, wins the Stanley Cup with the Devils, captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Like, oh, they always thought, no, the next level they'll they'll get him. The, the next level, same with uh, Johnny Gaudreau. They always say he won't be able to do that in the NHL. He won't be able. To. And these guys, they they're just winners. And Brian Genta was a winner, and he brought that attitude to BC, and that's what really flipped the whole program around. The, those guys who came in, they just said, I don't care what happened behind. We're going to move forward, and we're going to win hockey games. Yeah, he's a great player. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think we're going to try to keep it here as well, and. Uh, 
allow our fans to enjoy that. You're going to be down there with them tomorrow at all? Well, I did a voiceover, and I was arguing that my name should be on the banner somewhere. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I was talking to Brian the other week, and I said, well, I think it says it's Brian Jr. tonight that all the kids should get in for free because they're taller. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if I'll make it down there. You know, John and I uh, do the uh, radio games for BC, so I hope to make it down there. We're gonna, It's alumni day tomorrow for BC, so we're going to play in the alumni game. we got the kids' family skate, so it's a, a really good day for him, and uh, it, it's a great to see him go up in the rafters. Nice. That should be great. Enjoy it tomorrow. Uh, pass along our best wishes as well. He's a great player to wear, watch. I always enjoyed watching him, and uh, thanks for joining us as well, Andy. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, guys. Very good. Good luck. All right. Andy Powers, our guest here in the first intermission with Merrimack leading BC 1-0. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.